Welcome to Otaku American. This is Mikey Fresh here with my co-host, Big M. So, uh, we're going to, this is the show that we have going on right now. Uh, this show is going to be strictly in regards to the recap of C2E2. C2E2. So, but, um, what, let me say this. What do you want to say in regards to what you witnessed at C2E2? Well, the most of the things that I saw, I liked and I was pleased with. You know, I saw a lot of boots that had a lot of equipment that people were selling. It was actually really interesting, a lot of things that I saw, because as opposed to other Comic-Con-ish things I've seen, where it was mostly just, um, like, swords and things like uh, board games and, like, electric games and um, the remakes of different models that people make. Yeah. This one had a lot of... 8-bit pixel like art yeah kind of like how uh at the other comic cons they had the lego um displays where like they had these huge things made completely lego blocks yeah it was kind of like that but it was mostly pixel art and it wasn't just like electronic people were actually taking pixel art of like uh clay and like plastic and actually like rock and i saw some i saw one guy who had like rare rock ish gems he made pixel art out of those I was like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. You know, this is a lot different than the other ones I went to because I haven't seen that a whole lot of time. And I also saw that there were certain stalls around the outer edges of the floors where people were actually, like, selling cosplay costumes and, like, pieces of costumes. Yeah, I, yeah, I haven't seen that before. Yeah, I'd look at it. like that. I think yeah. they were selling it. It was cool to see, though, because I hadn't seen them. So I was like, all right, that's cool, because if somebody comes in and they wanted the cosplay or for some reason they couldn't, the stuff didn't come or whatever, if they yeah. saw the stuff on the floor, they could get it for like $10 and put it on their costume and be good to go. Yeah. You know what? I, I, I think it, it was definitely, like, I was glad we went, because it's definitely a different feel yeah. to C2E2 as opposed to New York Comic Con. To me, New York Comic Con seems more like... Our best, for me to even say this, it's best that, you know, eventually we end up going to uh, San Diego. But New York Comic Con felt more commercialized yeah. than C2E2. Not saying that C2E2, C2E2 was it's not commercial at all. It's just that it felt more like a comic book um, convention yeah. as opposed to, like, you know, uh, which is weird because we popped up both of them. Repop does New York Comic Con and C2E2. So, the New, the New York Comic Con mostly felt like a comic book convention that was overloaded with commercials for different things. Like, yeah, the commercials you see on YouTube are like trucks, yeah, and like vitamins yeah. and drugs and all. It, it, it was it, it's fun. Like it's that. weird because I, when we went to New York Comic Con before, they've had booths in which they were like strictly like Chevrolet selling cars. Yeah. Had nothing, they, they literally had cars in had, the middle of the floor. Had nothing to do with anything that would what the convention was all about. Yeah. But it was just there because they gave repop money. Yeah. So where C T T they had a truck there. Yeah. But it was a truck that they had set up, a gaming rig, which yeah. was the uh, Mortal Kombat X. Or Mortal yeah, Kombat, Mortal Kombat, Kombat X. Way you want to say it. And they had gaming television. They had the new gaming foldable TV, portable yeah. screens yeah. on like the back of the truck. But they had different games. But everything that. that was there was based upon the convention that was yeah. was being um, played out at um, a 
performing place. Yeah. In Chicago. So it wasn't like it wasn't anything like when I've gone to New York Comic Con, there have yeah. been times where I walked around and I was like, that should not be here. Yeah. It C2E2, I've never had that moment in which I looked at something and was like, that shouldn't be here. I never had that moment. Yeah. Nothing I, against New York Comic Con because, you know, we live in the Tri State area. Yeah. Everything is commercialized in the yeah. Tri State area. I mean, There's we're no, used to seeing it now. You know, it's. You know, whatever. I'm surprised I don't see people with billboards on their forehead. So, that kind of thing. Don't get any ideas. It's going to happen. Don't get any ideas. Mark my words today. It's going to happen. I do not want a tattoo of a Chevy commercial on my face. It's going to be like Minority Report all over the place. I mean, you know, I would be highly upset if it gets to the point like or Futurama where they beam commercials into your dreams. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. I was watching Futurama while we were in Chicago. <laughs> but um, at any rate, now with C two C two E two, I did enjoy how they had mostly everything that was supposed to be there. Comics, manga, and what I did. One of the biggest things that I liked was that they kind of regulated certain things, like. In the Chicago Comic Con, cosplayers and stuff—they were just anywhere doing taking pictures anywhere. Yeah. At the C two E C two E two, they were they had staff members like with the radios and stuff, and they were getting most of the people that were taking pictures, and they were moving them to one section. Yeah. So people were there taking pictures, posing, taking pictures with the cosplay. That was outstanding. And when you were out on the floor, it actually made it just unbelievably easy to move around you know what it is you know what like i can see why you are good why you like that but to me it's i think it's more or less like almost a different kind of vibe because like in new york you know when you're in new york i know i don't like going to new york that all that often but when i have to go i go um the way the cosplayers were at New York Comic Con is really, if you think about it, it's similar to the way it is in New York's in the city in real life. Yeah, where there's just everything everywhere. You can barely move. There's no, there's like you, one, you can barely move anywhere, yeah. and two, you'll have like the flamboyant, like um, show tune singing dude yeah. right here next to the naked cowboy yeah. next to the militant black man yeah. next to the law uh the wall street guy making all kinds of like money like yeah. wolf of wall street dude and they're all within the same area yeah and maybe like six inches from each other yeah and they're like literally on top of each other yeah and that's just the way it is yeah. whereas there was a kodak moment where it is like you said in C2E2 is more or less people were split into different areas, and they yeah. did that intentionally. Yeah. Because, I mean, one thing, they had enough room. Yeah, they certainly did. The artist alley was like New York Comic Con. Nothing against New York Comic Con, but to be honest, I like my personal space. New York Comic Con. you're not going to get that there. Artist alley. Everyone's on top of each other. The aisles to walk through. Excuse me. The aisles to walk through are extremely narrow. So if someone stops, no one's going anywhere. Whereas in C2E2, you had, you had I would say, like I was telling one of the artists, you have double the space. Yeah. Like, like I was like, if you see this aisle right here in New York Comic Con, you cut that in half. And that's how much space you have to walk between areas. 
And like I said, if someone stops, that's it. No one's going anywhere until that person decides to move. Whereas in C2E2, you just go around them and keep going. Go about your business. Plus, they had areas that were open. Like, in New York Comic Con, I found in New York Comic Con, when we split off and go and do different things, we have to like kind of tell each other exactly where we are in order to find each other. Whereas C2E2 worked out great because it got to the point where it was just Big L and I there. And I'm like, all right, where are you? And he's like, well, I'm next to this dude over here. And then eventually you were like, you know what? I'm by P24. Yeah. And I was like, what What is P24? Yeah. The funny thing about that, the people who had the stalls and stuff, when they're locating their stall, they don't use those numbers. Yeah. So they had some other numbers that you could, if you didn't look hard enough, you wouldn't be able to see those numbers. Yeah. No, because New York Comic Con has the same numbers in which they have the cards and then they have the number that's next to it. But that's assuming that you can figure out where everything is. Yeah. So So I was like, you know what? I looked up and I saw a huge pillar with a, a letter and some numbers on it. I'm like, that's where I am. P24. Right so I was like, I, I looked at the pillar. I saw P24. I was like, so when I got to P24, I just looked around for you and yeah. I found you. That was like the easiest way. Yeah. It got to the point where we were talking to a, an artist there and I was like, um, and he was like, uh, somebody was trying to find where something was. And I was like, oh, you're right next to P24. The artist yeah. was like, what are you talking about? I was like, no, like, nah, we're there's row a pillar. something. I was nah. like, there's a pillar here. Right there. There's, oh, there's O24 and P24. You're in between those two. You're there literally you smack dab between those two. And he was like, you know what? That actually worked. Yeah, because there wasn't anything that was no remotely act- tall enough to block yeah. impede your vision from seeing that. Yeah, because you can, you can they they have the banners that have yeah. the aisles, but you know, it tells you like you're in like if you're in if you're in aisle like if you're booth twenty four thirteen, yeah, then you're in aisle two thousand, but once you get into aisle 2000, you got to look at every single person. Whereas if you went by the pillar, you knew exactly where you were. Yeah. Based upon that pillar. Plus, there was uh, between pillars, there was like open space on the outskirts. So yeah. it's not I like. Couldn't, I still can't believe how much open space was there. Yeah, that was, it, that was it, a lot. Th- it was so. Excuse New me. York. I'm so used to the New York Comic Con. When I saw that much open space, I kept. It, it, it was like it was hypnotizing me because I kept going. What's over there? Why is it so open? <laughs> Why is it so open? What's what's over there? That's because we live in an area in which, like, to kind of go off topic, the NFL draft is going on right now, and that's going on in Chicago, which we were actually down in Chicago around the time when they were setting things up for the NFL draft today and yesterday. And um, I was telling someone, you know, New York, the, the uh, New York always held the uh, NFL draft. And they held it for like 50 years or whatever. And um, somebody was like, oh, so you're used to like the festivities and things that go on. I'm like, no, there's no festivities that go on for the NFL draft in New York. It's they hold the draft. You go inside. You enjoy what's going on. You go home. That's it. Because like I said, and it, it, it comes back to C2E2. There's not a lot of room in New York for other stuff yeah like i mean when new york comic-con does other stuff it's usually outside the building and if it rains good luck with that yeah so you kind of have to micromanage everything yeah whereas what 
the NFL draft is the same thing. When they had a Radio City music hall, there's not a lot you can do outside of there. Across the street, buildings. Next to it, buildings. There's nothing you can do outside of those buildings. 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 So there's nothing you can do. Not saying that Chicago don't have a lot of buildings, but where they were holding it, it was like they they looked at it more as being an event as opposed to just going to the draft. And they built uh, a platform and everything else in uh, Grant Park and everything. So it looks great. I went there before the actual draft started because I had an extra day of, like, doing odds and ends in Chicago. And, yeah, it's similar to C2, to go back to C2, E2, and New York Comic Con. New York Comic Con, it took the whole building, the whole Jacob Javits Center, convention center, they took the whole building from last year. Multiple floors. Multiple floors, outside, everything. The whole building was taken by that. Whereas C2E2 didn't take the whole um, building that they were in. And yeah. the building they were in was, was quite large. large. It was a big building. Yeah. Didn't I take give the them, whole building, no. I give them a couple, maybe a next year or a year after, they'll fill out that whole building. Yeah. They'll use it. Because they, that's what happened with New York Comic Con. They won't we, have to fill it with cars. New York Comic Con, it, yeah, exactly. New York Comic Con, when we first, when I started first going, because I went a year before you started going. Yeah. And... They didn't take the whole building. The Jacob Javits, it used to be, like I was telling one guy, it used to be the New York Comic Con and Anime um, Convention on uh, in the same building. And New York Comic Con absorbed the Anime Convention, and now there's no Anime, anime Convention whatsoever. But that's a whole other co- conversation. But at that time, they weren't taking the whole building. Now, you went last year, the whole building was New York Comic Con, nothing else, and that's it. So I could see C2E2 easily becoming like New York Comic Con and taking up the whole building. Maybe next year, maybe the year after that. Yeah. But um, I did enjoy my time at uh, New York Com- at the um, not New York Comic Con. I do enjoy that to some extent, but I just don't like New Yorkers like that. But um, <laughs> I see them enough times. That, no offense, no offense, because you know New Jersey. I'm Jer- taking offense. New, New Jerseyans <laughs> and New Yorkers. You know when we see each other and we're in the area. We we don't necessarily like each other. Yeah. It's a necessary evil. But when you leave the tri-state area and you go somewhere else, people just assume we're all New Yorkers. Oh, yeah. Like, even in Chicago, I would say, oh, I'm from New Jersey. They're like, oh, okay, so how close are you to New York? Yeah. I'm like, well, I, I happen to be really close to New York. They ask that Within, question. like, 20 minutes from New York. They always ask that question. And in my case, they always ask, Where's your thick Jersey accent? Yeah, I'm like, why do I'm I have like, to have... I'm supposed to have that? Jersey accent. I was like, to be honest with you, the people who, to me, it, this is totally off the topic, but to me, the people who have the accents are people who are in Long Island or South Jersey. Or Brooklyn. No, Brooklyn don't really have accents. They don't sound They're kind of like artsy, do. though. They're kind of artsy. Well, the new uh, Brooklynites are kind of artsy. Yeah. yeah, I guess some... Yeah, I guess there is a Brooklyn accent. I'm just so used to hearing it because a lot of my friends are from Brooklyn that I don't even look at it as being an accent anymore. Mm, yeah. So, because, you know, as some of my friends would say, Brooklyn is the better borough anyway. But that's a whole nother kind of conversation altogether. So, personal opinions. Personal opinions. But, uh, yeah, so to go back to C2E2. 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 I enjoyed it. Uh, a lot. I think it's going to be a big, it's going to be, you know, right now it's probably the third biggest 
comic book convention currently. Yeah. You know, San yeah, Diego being number the one, third largest one. San Diego being number one, New York being number two, and then Chicago being number three. But um, uh, I would like to see more anime, even though they did have a lot of anime. I yeah, would like did. to see more anime in it, uh, especially since Chicago. Uh, Ch- San Diego is more or less like if you want to learn some. It's, San Diego reminds me of like um, E3 or um, C, um, CES, where they're the big uh, conventions of their um, group of their uh, industries. CES being a computer electronics show or something like that. Yeah. Um, where anything that's about to come out, like all the big news comes out on at CES. And then it trickles into the other um, industry um, shows, just like E3. Anything that the video game companies really want to say, they wait yeah. for E3, and then they say it in some of the other stuff when trickling into. Yeah. San Diego is like that same thing. San Diego Comic Con, um, the industry waits to say real a lot of stuff at the San Diego Comic Con, and then it trickles on throughout the other ones because the New York uh, Comic Con is just after. It's like a few months after. San Diego Comic Con. So a lot of New York, um, a lot of the uh, information that was said in San Diego is um, it's more defined based upon like if they said, oh, Avengers 2 is coming out. And then like when the New York Comic Con comes out, they're like, well, Avengers 2 is coming out. It's going to be released this day. And we're going to have certain characters in it. It's more exact there's yeah. more because it's a little later on in a year a little, yeah a little later on in the year so, so they, they, they got released more yeah so but um san diego i think i think it'd be great if c2e2 becomes big enough where the like they still come out with the information in san diego yeah. but it leaks or you know press leak comes out um press leak. in C, uh, C2E2 because C2E2 comes out before their show is before San Diego yeah. so the first one that comes up in America the major ones is C2E2 in April C2E2 and then San Diego Comic Con comes up in like somewhere in the summer like June, July somewhere in that range and then New York is in October so you know I think you know um, <laughs> kind of we I kind of touched on it but um if you're not aware, as of the recording of this show today, uh, May 1st, The Avengers 2 is out in theaters. I'm sure there's a lot of people who've gone out and seen it. Yeah. But um, they were giving away a whole bunch of stuff at C2E2 for Avengers. Because, I mean, Avengers 2 came out May 1st. C2E2 yeah. was on the last weekend. So, of course, there's going to be a lot of information and a lot of different things coming out um, during C2E2. If Disney was smart, in which they are. And they had, literally, they had a huge booth at C2E2. And they had different people there and all kinds of other stuff. They had some some clips from the movie playing. Yeah. I got a a little bit of uh, footage of that. Yeah. We'll we'll probably go and see this movie um, maybe today or tomorrow. Um, Most likely not tomorrow. Yeah, most likely not tomorrow. But, um... Yeah, I'm, uh, I had a great time. C two two was able to get in contact with a lot of other people. Um, there's this guy uh, that um, I met. Um, I met a couple of other podcasters, but there's one guy I spoke to a little bit because every time when I went to some place, 
to talk to someone. He, he was, was there. just there <laughs> or just leaving. He was just showing up or just leaving. And that's Cicero Holmes, um, the Spawn on Me um, podcast. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to do some uh, collaborations with him and his uh, his uh, group, along with our own collaborations with um, the um, Rhythm and the Rebel Show mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Jazz Wonder, and Jazz Wonder, producer Ray, and everybody else. So, um, I don't really have anything else to say um, yeah, for this I mean, show. What overall, overall, I had. An extremely fun, entertaining time at the C2E2. C2E2. But the thing that kind of bothered me was, which I understand. It is completely understandable. I mean, there's really no reason for them to have too much coverage on, like, the gaming front. But the biggest thing that got me was that there was so little coverage, and I didn't see any PC gaming at all. I mean, they had the Oculus and they had like an Oculus game. That's that's PC, but I real aside from that, I didn't see any PC gaming. I thought they would at least have one thing for PC gaming. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that was a big deal. Uh, yeah. big I mean, I understand why because it's mostly like for comics and anime and all that. Yeah, kind of stuff. It, but it does say but entertainment. So I have give you that, but mm. at least mm. I don't know. But that was it. That that's why that's the only yeah I can like, see, issue I, I had. see where you had an issue with that. But personally, I don't really have an issue with it because sometimes I kind of like I said in um, uh, one of the other shows we had uh, based upon the shows we did just after the days that we were there. I don't really have an issue with that because gaming is it's permeated throughout culture all day anyway. Like yeah. comics are just like now like. We're now getting a lot of comic book movies, comic book movies. But we've had video game movies for years. Some yeah. of them were really bad. So like Really the, bad is an understatement. The uh what, what what was the one that I can think of offhand was the Mario Brothers um with John uh, Leguizamo. Uh, oh my god, that movie was horrible. Uh, um another there, one there are some things you can't unsee. Oh, the the one was see that was at least watchable cuz the Street Fighter was. one was horrible. The Street Fighter one was not watchable. Was not watchable. I'm not saying that one was either. That would, yeah, I could see it because I've seen it on a plane before, so I could see it. But the the Street Fighter one, the only ones I can think of that I actually enjoyed, but they were actually kind of bad. Also, the Mortal Kombat movies were actually they were kind of bad if you think about it. I don't know. I I watched them, but a lot of people watched them because it was. Fighting, it was fighting, yeah. and it has the characters, and that made sense. Whereas Street Fighter thought they were a little better, you know. If Street Fighter would have just been all right, here's Guile, and he's about to play fight M Bison, yeah, and it had been like all right, cool, and they fought, that'd be cool. But no, they had to have like some stupid video. They had to have some stupid like uh, storyline, and that's what got them in trouble. Because if you think about it, Mortal Kombat, the first two, yeah, I believe there was three movies. The first two. There was really, it was just uh, Johnny Cage, you're going to fight Sub-Zero. Or Luke Scorpion. Sonya. Scorpion, you're fighting Sub-Zero. Sub-Zero. And that was it. Now, the third movie, they tried to do a little, little they tried to be cute and then come yeah. out with some uh, storylines and stuff like that. But I was like, yo. But to be honest, that's the time to do it. Because the fans, the, the fan service, they want. The first two movies, at least the first movie, was fan service straight out. Mm, yeah. 
like they showed everything the fans wanted to see and that kind of thing. You saw fights between characters that people always used and fought against other characters. Like if someone, if I picked Sub-Zero, someone was always picking Scorpion. Yeah. Always picking Scorpion. Um, So I just like seeing Liu Kang do his bicycle kick. (laughs) That was great. But that, that just goes down to the line in which I'm saying... It wasn't for me. It wasn't really necessary for C two E two to have video games because video games are already in the culture that we live in now. Yeah, I mean, outside of gaming, it's in the culture. Like when you're watching TV and like three commercials come up for like gaming, and then one commercial comes up for like comic books, and that one commercial is a movie based upon what DC or Marvel's making. Yeah, then you know. That's different. I mean, yeah, it, it's not necessary, but I would have at least liked to have seen just one, piece, one PC game, just just one, just one for me. Just oh, that's just another one, thing, guys. You're just asking, one. you're asking something. You're asking for something that in one, even when they do show video game like um, commercials and everything else, it's always consoles. They don't show PC stuff yeah. all that often. Like I just like I completely forgot that I had. Um, uh, I was able to download um, Planetary Annihilation. Um, I downloaded it last night. Didn't play it because uh, my computer doesn't want me to play that game. Yeah. So it's like telling your me computer uh, decided, no. your computer decided no. for you that you didn't want to play that. So I had to go out and get a graphics card, which I'll probably make a video about me putting a new graphics card in this computer. But that's on a different note. But um, yeah, like I said, I don't really have an issue with um, gaming really being prominent. At C2E2. I think C2E2 is predominantly about comics. Yeah. And that's what it should stay for the most part. Because, you know, even... I mean, they even had, like, console gaming there. Like, like older consoles. Yeah. Mixed into one thing. New York and San Diego does the same thing. With the uh, Retron... Rentron, I think it's Rentron N or Rentron 5 or something like that. Where you can get to play, like, all the Super Famicom and Famicom games. On, like, one console. And one... Genesis and yeah. the Genesis slot, and then that's it. You could use your original cartridges and play it. Yeah. Um, I mean, a, the whole the whole console thing is it's getting kind of crazy because it's even gotten to the point where Alienware has made a console. And yeah. They're, they they're yeah. PC. Yeah. The uh, what is that? The Alphas, the Alpha set set top uh consoles. Yeah. Which even though, for the most part, that's probably going to be, you know, I don't want to say it like this, but it's probably going to be obsolete soon because Microsoft Xbox One is allowing you to use Steam. Yeah. So I don't know if I want to do that or not. You know, talking recently, you know, I've heard people say that Steam has been confirmed and all certain games have been confirmed. Then I heard that the same people that said that it was confirmed, they decided uh, it's not coming to the consoles. And then I heard again, yeah, it's confirmed to come to the consoles. Well, let's put it this way. I was, uh, I have Steam. You have Steam. Yeah. Um, There was a game on Steam that I have on my wish list mm-hmm. uh, called The Escapists. Yeah. That game is available on Xbox One now. Yeah. The, yeah. They there's, came there's out like already, two weeks ago. Yeah, there's already some Steam games on, on the, the Xbox One right now. Yeah. So I'm like. I'm like, okay. I mean, I'm not really surprised because, you know, they can put certain games, you know, you can you can put on consoles and there's certain games that you expect to go on consoles. You know what? The the one thing about these new consoles though, with the PS4 and the Xbox One specifically, especially the Xbox One, sure you're going to w- void your warranty, but it's not going to take a lot 
to convert these two consoles into um, Steam boxes. It's yeah. not going to take a lot. Nope. So for them to do it is just actually helping me out. So, yeah. but um, that was going on a different kind of um, going down a different road. But we digress. Yeah. So you know what? It's let's just end the show right here. <laughs> so, well, th- guys, we appreciate you coming out and listening to us all the time, sending us feedback, letting us know what you think, and we will definitely have some more uh, info and material for you guys on the upcoming shows. Because we have, we literally have stacks of stuff to go through. Yeah, books and books. We're gonna have some of our friends come up on, come on the show. Sea uh, Breezy from Sea um, Breezy from Centric Society. He's gonna come on and talk to us about some of the comic books he's either currently reading or some of the ones that we've received during C two E two. C two E two. That's starting to get annoying. No. You love it. <laughs> you love it. You love this. You love it. But um. Yeah, thanks a lot for listening. Um, as always, for Otaku by Otaku, you can check our our um, Instagram. Instagram. Uh, Instagram being uh, basically Otaku America. Instagram um, dot com slash Otaku American. Facebook. Facebook. Facebook slash dot com slash Otaku American. Um, Twitter. Twitter. At Otaku American. Um, yeah, any of those kind of things. Uh, YouTube. We're, we're YouTube. Gonna have, we're going to have some YouTube stuff coming up shortly, but uh, some of the videos we already have posted are on Instagram and uh, Facebook. So Facebook. You check that out. But like I said, for Otaku by Otaku, thanks for listening. Um, thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> have a good day, guys. <laughs> <laughs>